0: What would you like the power to do?
1: Mobile banking
2: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Fasten your seat belts and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic.
0: Man, what a start to a week it's been.
1: Yeah, it's been a.
0: For country music. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're all going to die at some point. Mm hmm. And we lose some legends from time to time. But I yeah. guess since I growed up with this one, yeah. it's a little bit different.
1: You know, I was thinking about something. Um, would you say he is on the Mount Rushmore of 90s country music?
0: Oh, without a doubt. I, think I mean, he is. His uh "Shoulda be, Been a Cowboy" was like the number one song of the 90s yeah. for him.
1: It would be it would be him and Garth Brooks. uh George Strait and Alan Jackson, wouldn't it? Don't you, know you think?
0: If anybody had a top four, that would be it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have some of the greats like Randy Travis, but they were kind of big near the end of the eighties. Of the eighties
1: too, yeah. yeah. He was so he was more end of eighties and beginning of nineties, not all through the nineties. Yeah. Just all through the nineties, I think you would have to pick those four. And honestly, I like to look at those as mullet yeah, Toby.
0: Oh yeah. That was when he he was at his best. As long as possible, too. That's
1: when he was at his best. Yeah. And when, after 9 11, and he came out with all, you know, the song, I'll Put a Boot in Your Ass. Yeah. Yeah. That, and then Red Solo Cup and all that. I wasn't on that. I didn't enjoy that. But you cannot deny the talent.
0: No. He is definitely a self-made superstar. He made it himself mm-hmm. taking classic uh, slogans like, yeah. I'm not as good as I once was, I love this bar, Red Solo Cup, yeah. just basic slogans and making millions off of it. You know? Well,
1: I don't know if you've got information on you know this part, but I heard recently that the only reason he had the song Red Solo Cup is because he he took a bet from another artist now, i don't know who the other artist was but they bet him that he couldn't make a song uh, about red solo cups <laughs> well he's he like, did he's like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> i accept your challenge sir and right i'm making a number one hit
0: <laughs> so before we dive into this i want to kick off with one of my top five toby keith songs and that's made in america Just, I mean, he was so good at the patriotic songs. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anybody that done it any better.
1: That's where he more than his once. bread for a while.
0: Yeah, I mean, more than once. Mm-hmm. So, before we get too deep in, I want to start with an introduction. The late, the great country music icon Toby Keith is who we're going to talk about. 20 number ones. Six greatest hits albums and compilation. Glacians, 22 total albums, selling over 40 million albums. He was the lead star in two movies. He sent a semi-load of boots to Peter Jennings once. He was nominated seven times for a Grammy and never won. The ACMs were very, very good to him. Three-time Entertainer of the Year with tons of other wins. Although the CMA, they only gave him one award, which was in 2001. He won an award for the song How Do You Like Me Now. The American Music Awards two wins. He is the sole reason that Taylor Swift was ever considered for a record deal in the first place.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Mr.
0: Toby Keith. Yeah, I mean. He also helped Merle Haggard finish his last set. He had showed up to support Merle about two months before he passed away. Merle couldn't do the show. He did a couple of songs. He couldn't finish it. So Toby said, I know every one of your songs, and I'll finish it for you. And he did.
1: I had heard that story.
0: One of the few that has ever got into a Disagreement with Chris Kristofferson that they both deny ever happened. But we have a famous movie star, Ethan Hawkins, who was there and claims that it did happen. But, anyways, 30 years of music. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. To say the least.
1: That's a good career, and you know, whatever you do.
0: No matter what it
1: is. But when it's entertaining people and you know depending on a fan base, that's uh he is in rare air as they he, like
0: to say. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so let's get on to where he was born. So he's born in Oklahoma, as we all know, july eighth, nineteen sixty one. The family lived in Fort Smith, Arkansas for a little bit. Uh, But they would always find themselves back home in Oklahoma. Keith graduated from Moore High School and worked his hand in the oil field. He worked his way up to becoming a supervisor when he was 20 years old. Him and his friends formed the band called Easy Money. Because for the first time in music, he had earned a $1,000 check for playing at a wedding. So, that's how they got the name. Starting in the oil business, that's no easy work. Even if you are the supervisor. I I don't feel like that would be easy. Mm -mm. You know? Right. He went to Nashville to try to get a deal. He didn't have a lot of luck with that. He actually had wrote six songs on a demo tape. And all six songs, he was told by record labels that this isn't good enough. You need to go back to Oklahoma. So that's what he did. And a flight attendant that was a friend of Toby's and a fan, she gave a copy to Harold Shedd, one of the greatest 90s producers of all time. And with that happening changed everything for toby i'm talking everything so can you imagine being so close you can smell the chicken being told no and you go home expecting to never return and just do whatever it is that you want to do with the rest of your life but what i want to know is who is the producer that heard this song that he wrote that was foolish enough to say No. On that six song demo was Should Have Been a Cowboy. Such a classic song that we will always hear, and there'll be some honky-tonk in the middle of nowhere always covering that song for the end of time.
1: I'll tell you, when I was in college and when I lived in the college town that I lived in, uh, we would go to a karaoke bar every Wednesday night because they had a special on drinks. And that song always got sang by a fraternity. And the fraternity had made their own version of the song. And they sang it every single night that they did karaoke. Every night they sang it. And they said their fraternity name in the middle of the chorus. But it was... They changed the words. I bet you never heard old John Holmes say... (laughs) (laughs) that will just tell you yeah (laughs) yeah so it uh but so i heard that song all the time and it was a classic you know yeah it's it's a country song that spreads across every genre everybody
0: knows that song even people who love rock and roll music i mean if you grew up in the 90s at some point you have heard should have been a cowboy yeah Even after that. Mm -hmm. But did you know that his breakout song, per se, really wasn't that one? It was, How Do You Like Me Now?
2: I can't talk too loud How do you like me now? How do you like me now? Now that I'm on my way You still think I'm
0: you know that's another great thing about toby too is like his music videos yeah they always had pretty good little bit of comedy to them mm-hmm. like they weren't boring and right. they straight up wasn't i don't know what word i'm looking for they it wasn't was a, half-assed no it was no. a little
1: performance in its own thing like you had the song and then you also had the video and it kind of tied in with the song but at the same time it was this whole separate thing that was you know entertaining as well yeah so yeah
0: damon says on our live feed here that uh at one time in wrestling he made a debut where he suplexed jeff jarrett i don't know if you watched wrestling growing up
1: i didn't my grandma did yeah okay (laughs) i'm sure she caught that yeah but uh
0: i was a big nwo fan yeah i could tell that about you yeah but kevin nash yeah. you know <laughs> he's
1: got my name <laughs> yeah it
0: was it was a fun time right and you know that's another thing a lot of people say wrestling's fake it is and it may be but you can't tell me that those guys don't like suffer oh. injuries
1: it's extremely dangerous what they do and it takes a lot of talent i it mm-hmm. is all staged, and it's it's fake, but the injuries are not fake. No. Like the contact's real. They just know how t- you know, to absorb the hits and the contact and the slams and all that. But it's not something I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At all. Me either. Not something I could do. But yeah.
0: So, uh, in 2001, his father was killed in a car accident. the That event and September 11th attack in 21 prompted him to write the song Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, a song about his father's patriotism and his faith in the United States of America. It was intended to only be played at the live shows. It was never intended to be put on an album and released. Mm -hmm. But with his... uh, I've got the number, but I haven't got to it. He went overseas a lot and played a lot of shows. And the Marines said, it is your duty as an American to release that song. And I'm telling you what, this is the song that actually he was going to do a 4th of July concert that ABC was producing, but Peter Jennings heard the song and rejected it. And he's like, we're not going to send that message. So that's when Toby Keith sent him a semi-load of boots.
1: <laughs>
0: but here he is, courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Agree,
2: of the red, white, and
0: blue. So now after hearing this I, I didn't know this information I'm about to tell you till tonight because after hearing that song and then the the kickback that he got, I just assumed that he was a full blown Republican. Yeah but he considered himself a conservative Democrat Mm -hmm. up until 2008. He even congratulated uh, Barack Obama. He said he felt like he was a great speaker and a great leader. He has performed for George W. Bush, Sarah Palin, Barack Obama. Uh, Trump was the last president that he performed for. Mm -hmm. So he was kind of a neutral party. And I feel like he he believed a lot in both sides to where he couldn't really pick a side. Right. You know, he's kind of neutral. Kind of like me. Yeah. And <laughs> and I would have never thought that. I would have just assumed that he was you know your full blown Republican. But yeah. he was for both sides. Yeah. You know, I which can see that. I feel like when you're for both sides like that, that's what America is. You yeah. find a way to conquer compromise with each other
1: that's what it's supposed to be it's not what it is but (laughs) it's what it should be
0: yeah that is for sure
1: you got to find common
0: ground so his personal life him and his wife married in 1984 they have uh three children together and she is stuck by his side up until the very end i mean that in itself is something to be very very proud of yeah you know
1: it shows a lot about her character
0: it does I look back at his tour history and just about everybody from Miranda Lambert Montgomery Gentry Trace Atkins Eric Church Branley Gilbert, Kip Moore I mean so many of these stars that went on to be massive stars opened for him but the the star that he went out on tour first in the 90s was Billy Ray Cyrus. He opened for Mr. Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. So
1: It kind of blows my mind that yeah. one time Billy Ray was bigger than him.
0: It does, doesn't it?
1: I've always thought Billy Ray Cyrus was a joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always have. He had a few good songs. Well, the like, fine good. But some yeah. Gave All, that was a good one. Yeah. Could Have Been Me, that was a good one. And I mean, I like Break Breaky Heart, but that's about it. Like, after the 90s, I don't even remember anything that he released. Do you? No. Uh,
1: what's What's that song he joined Little Nas X on? <laughs> well,
0: I mean, you know, <laughs> Old Town Road. Yeah. yeah. You know, we have two country stars that had children that turned out to be much bigger than they ever was. Which is Thomas Red. His dad was Red Atkins, who had that big hit. Yeah. That ain't my truck. He wrote at least 25 number ones for other artists mm-hmm. but then you have billy ray cyrus who had Miley. yeah you know
1: Miley, she kind of stretches across a whole lot of genres she does she's extremely talented she may be crazier than this shit house turkey but yeah she's
0: <laughs> and she's one of those artists that are probably gonna sing for the rest of their life
1: yeah she will 100 percent. you
0: know mm-hmm. like she's gonna be debuting on a lot of stuff
1: she'll always be famous And it's kind of odd. She's always been famous. Yeah. Like from the moment she could speak, she's been put on stage in front of people to perform. And people like that usually, they usually live a very manic, crazy life. And she has. Yep. And it's kind of calmed down for a little while. I hope that she's able to level herself out because it's a very dangerous lifestyle to live for a long time, and eventually, you know, you're not going to land on your feet. So I hope she kind of, because I do think she's very talented. She is. She's got a beautiful voice. It's very unique. Nobody else has got that voice. But
0: Well, you know, not to get off of Toby Keith, but I have seen a few articles floating around on TikTok that are saying, you know, do you think that Taylor Swift will make it to the Super Bowl in time from Japan? I mean... She will. That's crazy that fans would look up that part of the detail. Right. You know, and they're also saying that, like, 920-something big to her, like she had 920 diamonds on or, like, rhinestones on her at one of the sets, and it was nine minutes and... or. Yeah, 9 minutes and 20 seconds in when she did something crazy and yeah. like, yeah, it's insane. It's almost it's almost bigger than the Elvis crave.
1: <laughs> it, you know? Uh the whole thing with her now in the Super Bowl is everybody is like talking about the association with the number 13 and because that's her favorite number and <sighs> It's so wild.
0: But now, Yeah. Now, was it you telling me that you had heard a rumor that he may possibly propose to her if they win? No. That Somebody. is a
1: prop bet that you oh, can make. Oh, okay. No. Really? There's not a there's not a rumor though that that's going to happen. But there of course around the Super Bowl, you can you can bet on what color the Gatorade's going to be for the winning team.
0: Really? Yeah. I did not know all this.
1: Yeah. It's uh a famous, you know, story. Uh, a guy who was the backup quarterback for the New York Giants the year that they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Well, one of the years they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, he was on the team. He's a backup you know, quarterback. He was a Kentucky quarterback, uh, Jared Lorenzen. Which he passed away a few years ago, but um, he famously looked inside of the Gatorade tub. And texted his buddy. <laughs> wow. To let him know what color it was. So they placed him, I guess they placed a bet on it. I mean, he's dead now, so he can't be punished. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, yeah, it's very funny.
0: So now, how do they do like the winning hats that say the team's on them? That's like immediate. Do they print it for both sides? They print for both. Okay. And then just destroy.
1: Nope. They donate all those hats and shirts and sweatshirts and all that stuff to third world countries oh like so it's not seen. floating around in america no, no, no. if you go like to in the middle of africa where they've not seen other people like i don't yeah. know if they drop them in like on these little um <laughs> yeah. these little parachutes just yeah. drop them into a village but that's what they do they yeah. You know and uh, if you go over there you'll see you know 2016 cleveland indians world series champions and they didn't When they lost to the Cubs, but you'll see those shirts, yeah, just because it's kind of their philanthropist, you know, project. They'll print all the stuff up just in case and then give it away to the needy. It's kind of, kind of wild, but like, yeah, with the Super Bowl, uh, whoever sings the national anthem, you can bet how long it's going to take. There's an over under. Have they announced who's singing? Yeah, Reba's singing.
0: Oh, Reba McIntyre. Yeah. You know, that's some big... F- she used to feel from what happened last time. Yeah, Stapleton, yeah. He, yeah. he
1: killed it. But, yeah, Reba is singing that. Usher... It, well, Pulse Malone's doing something. I feel like... I don't, I don't think he's doing America the Beautiful, but somebody is. Yeah. But... I've pretty sure usher is the main performer maybe post malone's gonna join him on stage i'm not sure on that but i heard post malone whatever i don't know what he's doing but yeah um yeah these bets man they are they get ridiculous they it's i mean never mind the football stuff yeah you can place a bet on how many planes will fly over you can place a bet at what time the goodyear blimp We'll go over the stadium. <laughs> you wow. can, like, it is insane.
0: Do you bet on any?
1: I don't. Not yeah. that stuff. If it's like football, like the actual game, yeah, I'll do that a little bit. I'll dabble, but I <laughs> won't get you know, too involved.
0: With it. Who do you think's going to win?
1: Uh, I mean, I really don't know. I think probably the Chiefs, just because... I hate to say they're not going to because they have so many times the past few years, 49ers probably have a better overall team, but they're not better at one position and that's quarterback. And that's the most important. So that's what makes me nervous about saying the 49ers. I say I was hoping the Lions would make it and I'll just root for the Lions. Yeah, but they did not.
0: <laughs> well, so back to Toby Keith and uh, he did the USO tour in 2002 to 2013 he did 11 tours visiting 15 countries and three naval ships i mean that's that's some impressive time away from home yeah
1: you probably don't find a a whole lot of artists with that same amount of not at all volunteer time up for the troops
0: yeah this is another one of his songs that I remember just playing all kinds of times on the radio and it's called I want to talk about me.
2: your church in your head when it hurts. We talk about the troubles you've been having with your
0: Such another good song that was basically a line that most people have said. hmm I want to talk about me a little bit.
1: Yeah. And another video that just kind of shows his personality. And Yeah.
0: Him. It's like he never took anything too serious. Right. You know?
1: I do want to tie all this in with football, though. And I can do that. Yep. As an Oklahoma citizen, he was a huge Oklahoma Sooner fan. Mm-hmm. The head coach, when he was there the majority of the time, was Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops is the brother of Mark Stoops, who is the coach at the University of Kentucky. Toby Keith used to come to a ton of Kentucky football games. He'd be on the sideline because he was real good friends with Mark. Yeah. And uh, he actually put on a one-hour concert at jeff Ruby steakhouse in lexington wow yeah one hour and this is this is him at the point it was right before the breeder's cup or right after the breeder's cup i'm not sure because he enjoyed horse racing as well yeah um but this is right in the middle of his yes stomach cancer you know issues he had lost all the weight right uh he from what they said he was just as energetic as he had ever been you could tell that he was worn down because of this disease and that he you know looked like the stomach cancer had literally beat him to a pulp but he was still out there entertaining just like he always did this this is just a couple years ago yeah, when this happened but it said he he took the time to talk to every single person there some people said that he talked to him for you know uh, an hour wow yeah if you ask the guy who owns you know barstool sports which you know portnoy yeah he was at jeff ruby that night in lexington And he said he talked to him for an hour. Now, the other people said, I don't know how he could have talked to him for an hour. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he did. Yeah. He talked to him for a while. But that's because that's the kind of person that he was. Exactly. He was very personable. He was extremely polite. And he took the time for people who might otherwise be considered less than him. You know?
0: And he also played football himself. He did. He was semi pro. Mm For a little bit, in the very, very beginning. Right. Um, one one of the videos where you can truly see how big of a guy he is is in uh, the music video, As Good As I Once Was, mm-hmm. which another classic saying. Oh, yeah.
2: hello,
0: my neighbor is Bobby Jo. my twin sister Betty Lou. I mean look how big of a dude he is. <laughs> Such a another funny, <laughs> hilarious video. Yeah, and he, I don't know when he come up with that look with the bent cowboy hat. Yeah. you know, like the uh, it's almost like a straw hat that's mm-hmm. bent up, and it's the almost bandana, like a baseball
1: cap in the front. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So he come up with that. I'm telling you, I mean, we could play songs of Toby Keith's probably all night. And he was an artist that also wrote. A lot of his biggest hits. You know? That's rare. It is. Especially in the time that he was doing That's what it. I
1: was going to say. Especially in the 90s. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, I guess uh, one of the very last songs that I'm going to play of his was released not long ago. And it's called Don't Let the Old Man In. And I know he looked like he had been beat up but at the same time there ain't nobody that I mean he he just he fought it hard mm-hmm. you know what I mean I mean and he's a tough dude so I know he gave it everything that he possibly could I guarantee it this is don't let the old man in don't
2: let the I am not My body's withered and old. Ask yourself still how- your window and don't let the open look out your window and smile don't
0: let the open sure enough what a life live that is worth celebrating yeah. Mr. Toby Keith he loved his family. He loved country music and he loved America.
1: Yeah. That's about as good as you can sum it up.
0: Yeah. So, I'm sure we could have played songs for the next 5 hours. Oh yeah. <laughs> songs that we're going to wish that we would have played. Mhm. But they'll they'll definitely be played. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, rest this in was... peace,
1: Mr. Toby Keith. Yeah, rest in peace uh rest in heaven and when we all get up there you can play us a song <laughs>
0: that's right i'm sure he's kicking it with george jones right now
1: yeah. you know yeah, yeah
0: carrie underwood said jesus saddle up the horses one of the truest cowboys is on his way yeah and that's true so well that's all i have folks Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for everybody on TikTok following along with us.
1: Yeah, we appreciate you. We love you. Um, As always, please remember to like, share, rate, review, subscribe, follow, do all that good stuff. Um, Until next time, stay safe. God bless. R.I.P. Toby Keith. Hasta mañana.